Welcome to a nice and warmed up episode of Kill Death Ratio. Uh, if you're coming to us from the main feed, since we're going to be putting, I don't know if I told you this, Graham, but I put uh, Three Men and Adina up on the uh, uh, main feed. Mm-hmm. Um, just seemed like the thing to do. Right. Uh, the um, I have uh, put it up there, so if anyone is uh, coming here from that, hello and welcome. Thanks for subscribing. Uh, if you uh, aren't subscribing and you're pirating this, wow, I can't believe my work is being pirated. That's so cool. Um, I'm honored. Uh, I, I attribute it all to Graham. Graham, how are you? Uh, I'm okay. How, how are you? I'm fine. That was a really uh, quick way to make uh, to have someone stop uh, talking about how they are. Yeah. <laughs> Are you you doing all right, buddy? Oh, oh, you know. <laughs> uh-huh. Here, let's, let's reiterate the uh, grievances I have with work <laughs> that we did before we started recording. For put, it, put it on, put it on recorded uh, audio. That's yeah. Let's make people pay to, <laughs> to me complain. How's Graham doing? He's mad. Yeah. Um. No, uh, uh, um, uh, you know, things are, things are fine here. Um, and uh, as far as I can tell, things are okay with you, although, uh, <laughs> there are, there are issues as well. Uh, and you know what? That's okay. It's all right to have issues. It's all yeah. right to feel like, um, you're not enough sometimes. Right. That's why, <laughs> that's why our spots are better. <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah. That's why, that's why four hymns are here to help us. <laughs> I did. I did have that sponsor for the for the balding thing for a while. Um, oh, if we, yeah, what was that four? Yeah, four hymns. No, that was right? uh, that was keeps. Oh, was, okay. <laughs> we don't we don't talk about four hymns on this. We talk about keeps. Oh, it sorry. You. Keeps is great because it helps you keep your hair. That's the that's why they call it keeps. Mm, um, tell me more. <laughs> uh, okay, <laughs> they're not a sponsor anymore. Oh. Uh, the, what was that one that Norm always had the gr- the grill? Uh, oh, oh, God. Oh God. That, yeah, it was some, like, grilling company. <laughs> Why would you want to buy this? <laughs> hey, I, uh, well, I mean, yeah, you, I mean, you could tie it into this show and be like, hey, do you uh, want a hair like Munch, but you forgot a hairline like Bolander and Crissetti? <laughs> well, then Keeps is the product for you. It would be a really, really funny bit to save all of my uh, – all any any ad that I actually got, like, hired for for uh, Patreon episodes. Yeah. That, oh, yeah. That would be a very good bit. Yeah. Um, that I think everyone would really like. Uh, so yeah, um, we're here for another episode of Homicide. Uh, today is episode. I never know how to tell how to say which episodes these are now. Um, what would be the number convention on this? Is this? I think this is. I think this is seven. Seven. Okay. Yeah. Because there's only two more left in the, in yeah. the season. Yeah. 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 Um, don't worry. It'll be like nothing <laughs> happened at all for you, the yeah. listener. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no. Um, look, I, I look. I know that the Adina episode is. I don't think it was. It's been posted yet. But don't worry. If you're listening to this first, <laughs> go back. Yeah, go. We have to go back. Um, I will try and post it only after the Adina episode is yeah. posted. It yes. seems kind of unfair if not. Um, in any case, the um, we're sort of onto the the post Adina world. It's interesting because homicide like continues on after the Adina Watson case, and I feel like the first <laughs> the first thing G says to um, Kyle Secor is like basically like, "Hey, what are you doing over there?" And he's like, "I'm working on a, a suicide." Yeah. Like, 
This is, this, is the, this is the first 24 hours of the Deanna Watson case. What do you need this for for suicide? Yeah. And uh, basically tells um, tells Pembleton. I'm, be- I'm beginning to dislike both of you. <laughs> You're going to have a transfer on your forehead. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> with one bad thought. Capsiche. Yes. Um, I just I just always think of the uh, the security guard for The Simpsons. <laughs> yeah. I hope you go to Valley of Vista tried safe. Capsiche. Um but no the um Isn't someone isn't there a line in this episode Chris said he goes like Capiche, only a white person would say that. <laughs> yeah. He says it to he, he says it to um oh god, uh to, the, to Chris, yeah, yeah. Right. Um Yeah, it's uh that's a that's a it's a really weird downer plot line. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> it's like all feel good and fun stuff, and then who boy, uh, Chris? A, a plot line that has been going on so long that I forgot that Chris Setti and uh, Meldrick were partners. Yeah, well, they don't do anything. <laughs> yeah, like this. Like, halfway through this one, I was like, when Meldrick's helping them, I was, I was like, I was like, who, wait, who is his partner in the department again? <laughs> Meldrick's just a Meldrick's just a, like a free safety at this point. Uh, yeah. He just goes around to whoever needs him because yeah, he said he's too busy being a wet nurse. He, yeah, he's recovering from uh, having to give his his five one dollar bills to Chris Setti to wipe his ass. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, a wet nurse is someone who uh, who. <laughs> feeds uh, a child for a yeah. woman who is not lactating. That's not what Curse is doing. Uh, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Let me be clear. That's not what he's doing. Um, he is he is uh, helping Chris uh, uh, I don't know, is it acclimate to being blind yeah. and calm. Yeah, it's it's tough. It's a tough it's a tough plot line. Um, but it's very, very brief. Um, most of this episode is uh, most of this episode is basically just like a police procedural, and then just like people being kind of funny about the ridiculous stuff that uh, yeah that uh, um, what's his name? Uh, what what are the names? Uh, 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 I don't know any of the detectives that don't have the one serious murder case have to do. Yeah. Um, so it, it feels it feels more like I will say this just to start it off. It feels more like the kind of like network show you put on in the background. Um, like yeah, I think that's a good. That's what I was thinking with this one. You know, it's it's funny that the Adina, you know, that the three men in Adina is like a middle of the season episode because then it, it feels like it should have ended on that. Yes, absolutely. And then, like, and then, it's, then there's like, yeah, well, life goes on. <laughs> I think that yeah, it, it, it's true. Like it, it's it's like the it's a strange choice because it's like it's an interesting dramatic choice to be like yeah, you know we're uh, we're totally interested in doing uh, more, and it's not just that okay, um, Adina like uh, is the whole plot line here. We're not making her the center of the thing. Like we talked about on the on the episode, like it isn't about Adina like. You know, we, we aren't we don't get a Hollywood ending because that's not what she got. And like right. it is it's like, yeah, OK, like um, we, we don't get a culprit, but it's also not like, yeah, she isn't the season either. So I get I get that as an impulse. But yeah. then like even the show is sort of like, hey, are you still thinking about Adina? <laughs> yeah. Stop it. <laughs> well, I was I was reading that, I guess, at this point. Like as they were airing, NBC was starting to get mad at the at you know at like Levinson and them. They, they were saying like there's too many lingering subplots. <laughs> so by this point, I think they're like they you know started to ease up, and I guess by season two, like they would just drop 
what yeah, like, lingering subplots? Well, well, I guess like their argument was that you know they're like, okay, it's been five episodes of Adina, you know, we have to you know deal with something else. And that something else is is a dead it's a police dead, dog. Dog, yeah. <laughs> it it is like it is. I don't know. I have a lot to say about that plotline, but it is interesting that like the show basically starts off with the very serious problem of like, well, what the hell do we do as detectives and as like TV characters now that Adina's like, we're never going to get closure on that. And then it's like, it's like, oh yeah. Like, um, the thing we're going to do is like more just garbage that doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, it, which is you, the right way to go, but very, very Yeah, funny. if you if you if you like these two guys trying their dramatic chops last time, let's try to have them do comedy this week. They do a good job. Yeah. I that, did uh, like I did like uh, the one thing I'll forget to mention if we don't mention it now is they get to have a a funny repeat of um their conversation in uh in the car where Pembleton uh, says, "You know, what do you what do you see when you look out that window?" And he goes, "Look, oh, a yeah. couple kids." He's like, "I see crime." Yeah, um, which we, we we were we were fair in saying yeah. that, that kind of sucked when we wanted to. Like, not the best piece of script writing of all time. They have a re uh, like sort of like a redux of it where they're talking about dogs, which I think yeah. actually much better script writing yeah every every time pimpleton gets in the car it's the most you know excruciating <laughs> conversation you would have with someone who's high <laughs> it's, like, it's the first it, time it's him and, it's him and bayless oh i see crime when i go out there second time it's him and felton hey i don't think you're racist Bo. but you... <laughs> and the third time oh actually uh i don't have a pit bull <laughs> I, I, I had a common door <laughs> God, that he had a Commodore is so yeah. weird. Also, that that Bayless knew what a Commodore was. Yeah, like I know what a, I've I've long wanted a Commodore, and my yeah. wife keeps telling me that we can't get one. Yeah, um, and that's why I know what it is. But yeah, what in the world? Um, for oh, for people <laughs> for people who don't know, a Commodore is it's the a big uh, old mop. It's on the front of Odelay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. <laughs> on the on the front of. Odell, <laughs> you know, Beck, Beck's you know famous guess, album. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's fine. I guess <laughs> that'll that'll date me. Yeah, uh, the dogs that look like a mop. <laughs> it's like my dad being like, you know, it's on the cover. Of Frampton comes alive. <laughs> oh god. Um, you know, it's on the cover of Gunslinger Ballads. <laughs> Let's see how far back we can go with this. Yeah, let's do it. It's on the cover of uh, Taya Yellow Ribbon. That's, yeah, a, that's on, on the, the single version. It's on the of front Taya of the cylinder Ribbon. box I got for Puccini. <laughs> on the front of on the front of my uh, my uh, seventy eight of um, yeah. I got a pair of brand new roller skates. Yeah, my that's, that's newer. <laughs> yeah, uh, than Puccini. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's uh, yeah. So basically, it's it's another it's another instance of um, of Frank uh, being uh, much more high class than Bayless. Yeah. 
because uh, what is Bayless Frank, has, Frank has a Commodore and Bayless is an Irish setter. An Irish setter, yeah. And, and he's Frank like, whoa, they've, the been in, they've been in, bro. Their, their brains are small. Yeah, like, Frank does the immediately horrifyingly stupid thing. Not maybe horrifying, that's like, but just like the thing you hate to hear in a conversation where someone's like, oh, your dog? He's dumb. Yeah. I had a smart dog. Yeah, my, dog, dog, was my dog was smart. <laughs> I like uh, was the leader. The, I like the, the scene preceding that conversation where they're both getting into the car and, and like and Bela starts like standing on the door frame and like standing on top of the car. <laughs> and he's like, it's a dog. <laughs> I also like I like I like how how um how absolutely like I don't know how to say like so th- they get the call be- they get this uh call because um Giordano is giving them a hugely hard time about the fact that um, they uh, they aren't doing anything. And he, mm-hmm. he says, you know, like, I see I see six detectives busting their humps and I'm starting to hate the two of you. Yeah. Uh, so Pembleton picks up the first call that comes in and uh, and they go out to check it and it's a dead dog. And since it's a police dog, it must be investigated the same way as any public servant. Right. Um and so, which is you know, which is so funny. It's a, I mean, it's a very funny thing. I wonder yeah. if it's still true. I'm sure it's it was true at a time. Because they say that, like, even like, yeah, like, I mean, Bayless makes the point of like, if a Clydesdale had died, they also have to investigate it. <laughs> the Clydesdale's just dying at the. Uh, it's, it's 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 dying in in the service of Budweiser beer. Yeah. Do um, you have that up in Canada? Is that a? Do we have Budweiser? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whoa. <laughs> believe it or not. I I, I don't believe it. Um so yeah, we, no, it's it I, we, I knew you had Budweiser for yeah, no. <laughs> um, we, we so they yeah, so they go to investigate the dog, we get the very funny scene of that uh the most the world's sappiest cop going, He was my partner, he has no citations, he was a good dog. And then he was, he was, he was, he was blue collar all the way. No fancy dog food. Oh, I love, I love like (laughs) gave the taxpayer an honest lifetime of work. If if you told me that that was just, um, oh, why am I forgetting his name? Uh, I, I like, oh God, it's just what, what happens when you don't sleep. Pendleton's actor who's. If you told me that was just him corpsing at the hilarious idea of this guy being like, yeah. oh, my sweet puppy, I would believe you. Like, yeah, sure. Absolutely. I think you're probably right. Like, I think he Pembleton was not supposed to be laughing there. Um, it's a really funny moment. Like the, 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 the cop, unlike okay. the cop that uh, says the thing I didn't. So you've been sending me excerpts from the homicide book, which is yeah. great. And uh, I didn't even expect this to happen, but uh, one of the excerpts you sent had uh, relevance uh, to today's episode because it was uh, the the secretaries with guns thing. Yeah, which which in the book is uh, the scene. So like, maybe we'll set it up. So like you know, yeah. Kay, Kay and Felton's uh, investigation. In this one is there's a woman who's been uh, appears to have died in like a drug murder, and they get there, and there's the the. Uh, the uh, oh my God, like the report, whatever the term is, like the arresting officer is like a like a young police woman who's really yeah. sh- shaken up by it. And she's basically like she's basically just like on the beat at this. Yeah, point. like she's like not she she has you know no real understanding of what's going on because she's new. Mm-hmm. Um, and Felton seems to appreciate this, but Kay does not. Kay, no, Kay is instantly pissed at her. 
No, K, yeah, K gets <laughs> K is just like as mean to her as a as you can probably be to like a you know, new person at their job, which makes Felton think she's like she's like oh you hate women do you know what you have a problem with women. <laughs> Amazing that a Baldwin brother would tell you that. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but um, speaking of which, if you bring up uh, Daniel Baldwin online, one of his relatives uh, will come and tell you how cool he is. Yeah. That's just, just in case you were. Yeah, what did that person that. respond to me? They're like, oh, he's handsome. Yeah. It's like, you'd yeah, be lucky. You know, she said, you'd be lucky to get him on your show. He's so handsome. <laughs> You know what, lady? You're right. You're right. (laughs) Lady, you got a screw. (laughs) Look, lady, he's no William, but what's up? (laughs) But, um, uh, yeah, he, um, he's really nice to her. Um, and, and, uh, and Kay is not. And he's just like, boy, Kay, you hate women a lot. Yeah. She's like, I like my sister. Uh, that doesn't count. The sisters don't count. So, yeah, so, but so then they make the point, Howard makes the point that, like, you know, this she's a detective and this woman who's like a beat cop is is only there to meet a hiring quota. Like, the line is, you know, they hire them out of the steno pool and make them into, into like, officers to meet, you know, female hiring quotas. Yeah, and the, and the phrase she uses there is secretaries with yeah, guns, with which guns. is something... Right. That, in fact, is in the homicide yeah. book, someone saying that as well. Yeah, yeah, the... Uh, which is funny. the the inverse of it is that in in the book the scene where that all happens it's a uh, god I think it's they get I think it's they get to a uh, they get to the house and it's like a guy who I think he's like they find it like he's like he's like they think it's a su it's a suicide the guy is like cleaning his gun and he like blew his brains out with like a shotgun by mistake mm-hmm. um, but in, but instead of like the Howard stand in it's at, it's like the it's the it's the person who Frank was based on funny enough oh <laughs> who's like who's like really nice to her but as opposed to like Howard <laughs> but like it's yeah here like the line here I like the quote here the line is like many women had joined the department with a reasonable understanding of the job and a willingness to perform some were even good cops but Edgerton knew there were other others on the street who were absolutely dangerous secretaries the older hands called them secretaries with guns yeah I, it, it's funny homicide does not romanticize its cops at all and yet I would say the book makes them look even worse <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, like that was like the first twenty pages. It's this landsman being like the like this this evil. <laughs> like the first ten pages, where they drive by like a like a prost like a like a prostitute, and they're like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go fuck with her." <laughs> God, yeah, it's it. I mean, it 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 explains why why uh, why Chase goes the same. Uh, wait, Simon, David, Simon, Simon yeah, David, oh God, I confuse them all the time. The the two Daves, <laughs> the, yeah. the Daves. I know, I know. Yeah. Uh, um, Some no, of it, us are Daves. Most of us are Daves. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we all write HBO shows, but we come from different moms. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, it might explain why David Simon kind of goes a little harder on like these cops are total like assholes because yeah. they're a bit likable on Homicide, even if they're not. You know, ultimately. Did you did you see there was like that headline the other day of some judge in Baltimore was charging a guy and like his point when he was charging them was like this is a gross display of power it's a lot like that show we own the night oh wow (laughs) sorry we own this city the the new like David Simon show all right 
David Simon relevant again. Yeah. And not just for saying, like, you crumfuculent crust waffle on Twitter to to the president. Yeah. Or the N-word on Twitter. <laughs> he's he's allowed to say it. They said so. Oh, yeah. I'm just, I'm just kidding. No one said that's, it. That, that's later in the book. <laughs> um, I'm not at that part yet. You're, you're allowed to say it, said the guy who would become Pebbleton. You're yeah. cool. Here's your pass. <laughs> yeah, Harry I said, Edgerton, Are you Harry sure? Edgerton gives him a pass. <laughs> Are you sure, Harry? Yes, I'm sure. And the other guys in the department said the same thing. Yeah, like, yeah the guy who, uh, there's like a whole paragraph in the book about how he's black, but he's not black enough. <laughs> Again, like, it, it is becoming clear that this show is not even remotely as hard on these people as the as the book is. No. Which, like, I, I can't totally blame them. It's it's kind of a... Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's a little bit... Uh, it's a little bit of a tall order to be like, we're going to make a network show and everyone's going to be just like utterly despicable and hated. Yeah. You have to wait till NYPD blue for that. Yeah. Or, yeah. Or the shield. <laughs> right. <laughs> your kids aren't ready for this one or you're not ready for this one, but your kids are going to love it. Yeah. Um, uh, but the, um, yeah, like I think the, <clears throat> so there's that, there's that case with, with Howard and uh, there's sort of like a gender line running through this whole episode. And I, mm-hmm don't entirely understand it. Like, I don't mean to say like, I don't get it. Cause it's like gender or whatever, but like, I just don't really get it. Like, I don't, um, the one, th- this, this before we like, go to that, the one in that scene where like Howard is, you know, the daughter shows up at the house. The scene is Howard goes, all right, I'm going to go take her for a question. And then it cuts. And like the girl is like running into the room, seeing her dead mom. I was like, wait, what happened? Like, what happened to the question? <laughs> It's also it's also like a really really like horrific crime like scene, hard yeah. cut between like Felton talking to the new girl and being like, hey, you know, we're taking all the stuff out of the house. Don't worry. Yeah. It's because if we don't do that, then they'll, uh, you know, some, will some rob guy will, yeah. yeah, some guy will steal this <laughs> CRT TV that costs twenty five hundred dollars. Yeah. <laughs> what, what that guy? A Smash Pro. Yes. Uh, but uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Laugh about it. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it, it is like it's funny. It's funny that like um, I don't know. It's it's just funny to me that like there it is so ham fisted at this point because like he, Felton's doing that out in the street, and then Kay is like watching a girl break down and almost crying herself, and it's like okay, yeah. this doesn't feel like the other episodes. But it's fine. It's it's just kind of like very forgettable. No, like they make a point in this one of being like, "Hey, uh, Kate, you know, Katie Howard's a woman. <laughs> she wants to be called pretty too." Yeah, felt yeah, Felton said he didn't find her attractive, but he, you know, they touched base when they became partners. It's like <laughs> what? <laughs> we had an unspoken agreement, Kate. Yeah, that we would not sleep with each other. Yeah, uh, I hate. I hate agreements like that. <laughs> I hate when they're unspoken. I hate, yeah. That should be laid out. Are we are we sure we're good with this agreement where we don't sleep with each other? Maybe, maybe we should revisit this. I guess, like, they're, they're, yeah. And like the inverse of that too is that like there's that scene saying that, but then like in every other scene, Felton is like flirting with like the female character. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, the, it, like the cop, and then like the uh, like Lisa Gay Hamilton's character. Yeah, I will say like it is. Lisa Gay Hamilton's so good. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like, I will say, like, 
it is it is something that that part does come across more naturally that like Kay is jealous, even yeah. though she doesn't like want Felton in that way. Like it is clear there is no romance there, but like yeah. she wants to be like noticed the same way. And like the fact that they can pull that off without making her feel like uh like oh the the nasty feminist wants attention yeah. too. But like, they really do pull it off like it's just like what Which a person is a, would want pretty good yeah it's i don't know that plot line was very funny to me because i was remembering a year like five or six years ago there's a quote from elvis leo where she's like yeah i'm not a feminist <laughs> Ooh, all I right. it up, and her quote is like she's like yeah when we start labelizing and categorizing ourselves i was like oh listen k howard is is in in my head canon a real person yeah. And she quit the force, and now she takes out cops as vigilante. Yeah. Um, now she's the equalizer. <laughs> I'm the equalizer. <laughs> That's what she sounds like now, too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, 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 so th- that's their case. They have a they have a dead woman, um, a weird a weird cut bullet. Um, that's very important. Um, uh, we don't really get much from uh, Bolander and Munch until. Uh, right around mid episode where Bolander's kind of looking around and it feels like he's like freaking out because uh, Dr. Blythe is late and Dr. Blythe's uh, son is going to go with him and munch on a <laughs> ride along. This, uh, oh God, your favorite plot line needs, needs something to do, needs something to do for these characters. <laughs> what happens this one? Uh, it is funny because. I feel like I feel like in a more current show, in a more current ensemble show, you just like writers are more confident or are given more leniency to be like, yeah, okay, we're just gonna we're gonna do the we're gonna do the Pembleton Bayless plotline, we're gonna do the Howard uh, Felton plot or uh, yeah Howard Felton plotline, and and that's it. Well, we might yeah. do the Chris Thorman thing briefly. That's fine. That could be an interlude, but we're not doing any of the others. Yeah. Yeah, we have to give every character something to do in this episode. <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, <laughs> there there is a lot of there is a lot of good because uh, the 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 kid that rides along is a uh, is a real whack job. Uh, yeah, wearing he has bell long hair at bell bottoms in 1993. <laughs> he looks like he's in a teenage fan club. Um, <laughs> just. If you, if you didn't that's get that Odile reference, you'll love I think that's an insult to Norman and Gerard. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, he, he she of... lived in Baltimore. <laughs> <laughs> I'd build a case. I don't know. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, but like, yeah, it, it's sort of like it. He looks a lot like someone you'd be like, oh, is that like what Kevin Bacon looked like then? Is this a star from the future? But no, yeah. it's not. It's just some dude who has like, you know, weird hair down to his shoulders that's equidistant on all parts of his head. Well, uh, you know, long hair like that. What a concept. Mm. That's, a, that's, a, that's a teenage fan club joke. Oh. Because <laughs> of the song, no. the concept, you yeah, said. No, I, I, I get likes it my, yeah, No, I'm saying for the fans. Oh, God, thank you. Oh, she God. says, I like, I, she likes my hair because it's down my back. All right, moving on. <laughs> what a concept. Yeah, what a, what a country. Uh, but yeah, it's a, it, it, I don't know. It's like, 
it's a dumb plot line because yeah. it's just it's just basically like this kid being like, oh, I bet I could get away with the murder if I went on a if I went on enough uh, things with you. Watch out for needles, Ned. Or like, do you make my mom come? Like yeah. all this like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Munch is like, yeah. Do you? <laughs> That's the best part of it though, is where like Munch <laughs> is able to be like, yeah, Ned. Tell him. Yeah. <laughs> well, that seems like a reasonable thing. Why did your wife stop loving you? Hey, yeah, Stanley, uh, do, I, do you do you pork her good? <laughs> she's a, like, she's uh, a human being, man. Like, like I want to know find, that she rattles the walls. <laughs> like when they find the body, Bunch tries to do like a Kennedy assassination joke. He's like, yeah, that same, that one bull left two holes. <laughs> yeah, the kid, the kid's like the first person ever to take Munch's bait. And he's, yeah, like, he's like, yeah, he's like, nice try. <laughs> he's like, work for the Warren Commission. <laughs> yeah. The Elizabeth Warren Commission. Um, but yeah, no, it's... <laughs> <laughs> it's it took me a second. There. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's like, it's just goofy. Like, it's just, it it's like the biggest nothing plot line in the whole episode. And it, it has like the really weird conclusion of Bolander having to tell... Uh, tell Dr. Blythe that he thinks her son is insane. It, like, she keeps pushing. He's like, I don't know. I never raised a kid. I don't know anything. And she's like, Stanley, what do you think? And he's, or, yeah, Stanley, what I do you think? think? He's like, screw loose. He's nuts. He's got to go kill someone. Which, if you're watching the episode, yeah, he seems like he's high the whole time. And like, yeah, I guess he's not. So yeah, I would be a little worried too. Yeah, I, I, this many episodes in, like, I'm trying to think. Like, they, Munch, they never really, Munch doesn't really have anything to do in any of these episodes. <laughs> No, so far he does not, which is weird. Um, I feel like it's because they gave Stanley the romance plot. Yeah. Munch and Meldrick should just team up, and then you'd have, like, three pairs of officers doing something. Yeah. And then, you know, the other yeah. two could be on the love and grief. Well, like in the la- yeah, and like, and, like, in the one before, uh, you know, the interrogation one, too, like, even, like, like Meldrick and Munch, like, they... Kind of have to find. I mean, it's like you said. There's so many plot lines going that they kind of have to squeeze everything in. But like, Meldrick is just like he's thrown into other people's cases, you know, twice, and Munch is just kind of there. <laughs> yeah, it's very strange. Like, I, I, I don't know. I mean, it's it's clear that like the best episodes with Munch are where they just kind of like give him carte blanche to be like the puck of the series, like in the yeah. In the Night of the Dead Living, where he's like, ah, the, the candle, Ooh, the candle yeah. like, being like, being like sneaky. Ooh, I do it. Yeah. It's like, yeah. it's like, okay. Yeah. Munch when he's like that, or like at the end of the, the not previous episode, but episode before where he sings like karaoke, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, 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 like yeah. Do, do the fun thing with Munch. But when they, they, they are incapable at this point of like giving him detective work. And I don't really know why they're able yeah. to write everyone else. It's just like the, the layup character. They're like, I don't know. <laughs> what, what can and, we have him say? Yeah. I guess it's like, it's especially funny to watch this knowing that like, like there's another 20 years <laughs> of that character. <laughs> <laughs> He'll get there folks. Don't yeah. you worry. Um, so uh, circling back to to some of the the plot lines we we touched on, um, Giordano's plot line is that he um, his friend is retiring. Yeah, uh, and the that 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 guy who made Bayless apologize to him um, is like the new hot hot thing in the department and uh, has forced the old cops out. Um, Oh, I, okay. I didn't put together that that's who was doing that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's who that is. Right. Um, 
And this this does this is cool because you get to hear Giordano say a ton of Italian words. This is Yafek Koto like speaking yeah. extremely hard to parse Italian, which like yes, absolutely, one hundred percent. Hit me yeah. up right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like an old guy after he says like I'll call you, he, his like, old no, friend you goes, "No, you won't. You'll always yeah. mean to." But it'll be tomorrow. It'll yeah. be next week. And he's like, I'll go out and buy you pasta. <laughs> like, and then also, I mean, this is really all that needs to be said about it. it also a great monologue at the end of the episode. Oh, I, I thought that scene was so cheap. So I'm not very bad. sentimental. Like, every time we do this, I thought that scene was so cheesy. It was very cheesy. The streets were always filled with music and some dull beating sounds like bam, bam, bam. Yeah, like... I used to hear the hurdy gurdy man. Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's really sound like, of jive, which is a music in and of itself. Yeah, God. <laughs> cool. I too have seen airplane, um, but uh, he's just flashing back to like the uh, like the Godfather when they're like, oh, oh, Don Corleone, Don Corleone, <laughs> oh, Don Homer, <laughs> oh, Giordano, Giordano. <laughs> grazie, grazie. Um, but That's I mean, a nice. I don't. I like that they gave some sort of like geographical reason why Giordano is so Italian. Oh yeah, it seems like a little strange that they made this character this way. Right. That he's like, yeah, I lived on the corner of Little Italy and this housing project. And it's like, right. oh, all right, fine. Um, and like, just like the, the the talk they gave, like, I I liked. I liked the fact that it felt like a play again. I appreciated yeah. that. I appreciated that gave Yafet Koto that time to do like a meaty performance. Be like, just yeah. do this for a while. But the content of it was ridiculous. I mean, it's like, because it's yeah. like, I heard the hurdy gurdies, and now all I hear is bam, 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 yeah. bam. It's like, ooh, what's that? I wonder. Yeah, not like the I music. I bet it's gunfire. Pl- that like the music playing is the, like the so stock, like. <laughs> <laughs> the, I think the, the the stinger on it all is not bad. Where like the guys like maybe we just move on. Yeah. Um. And like it is it is sort of like it's like okay you know like the idea that like you know they don't want to leave because it's like a kind of death, but like it's the only thing they can do to to let go of like all the tragedy. Like that's that's kind of interesting. It's sort of like it's a neat parallel to Bayless. Right. Um. But I mean, the the scene's very cheesy. It's very much like they basically walk into a black box theater and are like, "See that over there? Yeah, <laughs> you see the streets." <laughs> like, like, look, look, Michael Constantine. We need you to be as Italian as possible. We <laughs> we we know you're Greek, but <laughs> he pulls it off. Not great, but it's fine. <laughs> yes. Um. So, do you want to talk about um? Which 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 of the remaining cases that we have to cover now, the dog case and the case of the the, the serious case, do you want to talk about next? Uh, let's do the dog one because there's <laughs> speaking of the music. There's a very funny music scene. <laughs> I, was, wait, I had watched it yet when you mentioned that that I was listening for it. It's very. Good. <laughs> it's like an exp- it feels like, they, like someone fell on the editing board during that one. <laughs> 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 So at, at a certain point, um, Felton, not Felton, Bayless <laughs> and Pebbleton realized that, uh, you know, they're talking about this dog and, and they decide to take it seriously basically because they're still rivals with each other. Um, yeah. If you've watched any anime, you'll know this, this, this yeah. plot line quite well. Uh, but like it is, it is like, it is basically like, you know, uh, Bayless is like, this is 
stupid. We're homicide detectives. Homo, meaning man. And Frank's yeah. like, I'm going to take it seriously. I'm going to bang down every door. I'm going to bring this cop. I'm going to bring this dog killer to justice. He's like, you can be off the case. Bayless is like, who said I wanted to be off the case? I'm on yeah. the case. And so they start taking it seriously, and they they notice the dog has red gums, which indicate poisoning, and they start right. wondering, where would poison? Which leads them to? The pound. The pound. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so what, what what ends up happening, Graham? Explain both the hilarious editing sting and the uh, and the conclusion so, here. All right, so our our, our two heroes, uh, <laughs> and they are they are, they are indeed they heroes, <laughs> standing up for that German Shepherd, Jake the German Shepherd. Uh, Debating so show, whether Jake is a good name. Yeah. So they yeah. So they conclude that. So they get to the pound, and they find out, oh, yeah, it was killed by carbon monoxide. Uh, so they track down the the lady, the lone lady who works there. <laughs> so they walk up to her, you know, they're announcing their presence and they say, We're police. And then there's like a music sting of one note from the theme song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're police. <laughs> it's like, it's basically like a really shortened version of the thing that happens at the beginning of every episode where they find their first mor- murder. It's like, you know, it's there's like, like <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's like edits where it's like. <laughs> This edits of, you know, someone will play a stinger from Undertale for like half a second. They'll play like Megalovania. It's, it's like, yeah. it's basically the same, the same editing style as that. It's really good. Um, no, I, I, I really like it because it's like completely, um, it's completely ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, uh, I, I don't know. Like, I think. The the end of the plot line isn't so bad. Uh, the fact that they really I I thought it was very funny when um, I thought it was really funny when they uh, when they're they're trying to they're trying to get the woman to confess to to accidentally killing the dog and eventually she's just like I did it I did it like when they say it's not a like hey it's a mis- it's a mis- yeah, it's a misdemeanor, it's a misdemeanor now and she's like fine I okay <laughs> I killed him yeah <laughs> it's it's so funny because like. And she's like, so what oh, do you do relief. now? Yeah. She's like, feed these dogs or else they're going to start turning on each other. Yeah. So, I, pretty cool. I, the the ending of that, that case is so, like, the equivalency they draw where Bayless gets worked up about the dog dying. Oh, and remember so Adina. It's so stupid. And then Pepe, yeah, because the guy, the guy, the extremely sentimental officer is like, let me... I'm gonna go uh, dump his ashes. Out. He, loved, he, ashes. Loved, he loved the water. <laughs> like, course, yeah, he's a yeah, he's a dog. <laughs> of course, Bayless being like a complete weirdo is like, mm. and he's like, of course, you know, Pembleton's like, you're thinking about Molly, uh, and he's like, no, I'm thinking about Adina Watson. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like Jesus, dude. Say, <laughs> like, wait, excuse me, give it a rest. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, yeah, calm down. <laughs> Think about poor dead Adina again. This is a dog. Um, yeah. But instead of saying that, which would have been normal, Pempleton says, yeah, bunk. He calls him bunk for some reason. Yeah. Uh, maybe because it's like his bunk mate. I don't know, his partner. But he yeah. says, yeah, bunk. If we're only kids and dogs, where would be a beautiful place? It's like maybe the worst line of television. Yeah. I've I've heard it a yeah, long time. Yeah, it was not good. Just like I mean, it is it is amazing that this is like it, the highs and lows in this first season are really remarkable. <laughs> yeah, it's re- it's really funny. Um, 
Less funny is the end of the, uh, well, I guess it's still kind of funny, <laughs> is the end of the, the case with um, Felton and Howard. I, I, I just remember just before, uh, the, at the beginning of oh, that please. case that, uh, that Howard refers to the, uh, you know, aside from secretaries with guns, she also refers to them as Betty Boops. Yeah, Betty Boops. <laughs> she says the Betty Boops from the steno pool. Also, just uh, really, really dating herself. She also describes them as the cover of Odelay. Um, yeah. But, yeah, it's, uh, I think, like, I don't hate women. I expect more from women. Which is a... She goes, you and your wife need to stop going to counseling. (laughs) And then later, he tries to get out of counseling, and she asks him if it's working. The Felton is going to counseling storyline is really uh, paying great dividends at this point. Um, But Howard, like, throughout all this, like, there's a lot of funny characters that come up. Um, There's, there's of course, the... uh, so, um, what's in pony? pony, pony yeah. Johnson. Yeah. Pony Johnson is the, is like this drug dealer who they think is having a thing with the uh, victim. Yeah. And so he's a suspect, but he's like, Oh no, I was with my other girlfriend. And they're like, wait a minute, pony, you have a yeah. girlfriend, a girlfriend and a wife. And he's like, I'm very much in demand. Yeah. And um, he's, like, he's like citing unemployment statistics to them. It's such a good, like, it's such a good tight 15. Like, yeah. Where he's like, he's like, you do do you deal drugs, ponies? Like who wouldn't in this economy? Seven yeah. percent unemployment. Like, yeah. Oh, oh, he's gonna go off on Brandon soon. Yeah. Like, um, but it is like it is this moment where like um, I don't know, like it, it, it it's just goofy. Like it, it it all the discussions with the pony are goofy. I think the the meeting of um. Where you meet his other girlfriend, basically, like the the, the, Wait, the Lisa high Gay end. Yeah, yeah, Lisa, and uh, I always forget that it's Lisa Gay Hamilton. It's incredible. Um, <clears throat> like yeah, the, the woman. Yeah, the woman from the practice playing that character is <laughs> <laughs> who, uh, who uh, funny enough, later would be on that show, Men of a Certain Age, with Andre Brower. Oh yeah, she that's plays right. Like, yeah, she plays his like wife on it. Boy, Andre Brower in that show is real depressing. He can't sell oh, a lot it? of cars. Oh, I've never seen it. Yeah, I watched the whole first season. I don't really know why. I was like Who's twenty-five. It? It's like when him it came and like out. Scott. It's like him and like Scott Bakula, right? Yeah, and uh, Ray Romano. Oh God. Yeah, though it's really depressing. They just all like they're all just getting old and like washed up. Um, I my my grandmother famously said of Men of a Certain Age because we we were we thought it was fine. Like it's an it's an alright show. Like it's right. you know whatever, but like. You were like, oh, Grandma, you'd probably like the show. And and she was like, I don't watch shows about losers. <laughs> well. <laughs> so, so you don't. Um, but, yeah, it's a uh, it, – I don't know. Like, it is uh, – her appearance in this is very good because, like, She's just like she's so blithely a socialite. Yeah. Um, they're like, okay, so like Pony left the party. When did he come back? And she says, a hostess should never look at the clog. It's yeah. Just like such. But of course, like, I might know if I had sex. <laughs> yeah. It's like she spent the night with her. Yes, I might know if I had sex. Yeah, Kay. She'd know if she had sex. <laughs> I was watching a film in the film noir genre. You know, black and white. Goodard. <laughs> and Felton goes, oh, you mean the ones that are all grainy and you don't really know what's up and yeah. down? You don't really know what you watch? She goes, yes. And she goes, he goes, well, I like those. Um, but it is like, 
it's such a great scene because it's like it, it it's basically like two scenes the one where felton is like flirting with her and she's being the socialite and the other one where Kay is working through her feelings about gender and screaming at her. Like, yeah. Basically being like, what the hell are you telling us? And why aren't you talking to us? Yeah. Um, well, that character is so funny too. Cause this, this is like, this is the serious plot line for the episode. And they turn into like two cartoon characters that they have to interview to get to the bottom of things. Right. It is funny. Cause like the conclusion is very serious and it and really like, is. It's like, cool. yeah, he tortured her and then he killed her. And then Meldrick's like, yeah, I found that too. <laughs> And like, yeah, it's, it's like, the, Ew, I think my party <laughs> was exquisite. <laughs> oh, a pony. I sell drugs because there's 7% unemployment in the white yeah. people's world. What yeah. am I going to get? I'm going to be a caddy for $3 an hour. No way. It's yeah, like, and he's like winking at her. <laughs> Are you winking at me? I got something in my eye. My eye. Yeah. <laughs> again. Oh, pony. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it like the the conclusion they they basically track down a few leads and they find that um they find the 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 woman's son is the yeah. is the is the well not the killer but sort of involved yeah. pony is the killer and the son has supplied the strange bullets yes. uh, that's how they that's how they track it played by a uh... The guy who played D'Angelo Barksdale. Yeah, it's our, it's our, it's another Wire uh, yes. uh, cameo. It's really cool. He's, yeah, he's a lot younger, but he's still. He basically plays a character the same exact age when in The Wire, like yes, fifteen years later. No, it's not yeah. that long, but like ten years like, later. Like, like, tw- yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> Just you know, he has that kind of face. Um, he does a good job, uh, but in the in the interrogation room. Um, K, uh, so this is after Felton and she have their conversation about whether or not she's attractive to him. She's she's all out of sorts. She's being weird. I don't know if this is earned either. I kind of don't think it is. But she just goes off on him and starts yelling about how, like, you know, that was your mother. It was your mother. <laughs> like, even the other detectives are like, yeah. it's a little much. Um, and it's not resolved. It's just that's the, that's the end of the case. They figure it yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah, no closure on a. Like it's just closure, but like, uh, yeah, it's very forced. We don't address we don't address K like losing very, her mind yeah, at very, the suspect. Very, uh, very forced catharsis on that one. Yeah, it's sort of like it's sort of like if Three Men and Adina were done poorly, it would yeah. be the like, <laughs> like, hey, yeah, like, do you guys like that last episode? Well, what if these other characters were doing that? <laughs> and it only lasted two minutes. Yeah. What if? Yeah. <laughs> What I don't the two know. characters whose case this was, and then Meldrick, who we needed something to do for 40 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> um, any thoughts on uh, the the Steve and and um, and uh, oh, I, um, I keep forgetting his name. It's it's Thorman. Thorman, yeah. Um, I, I yeah, like Carsetti and Thorman. I don't know. Not not much to say at that one. Like it's a little overwrought, maybe. I feel like, like I feel like oh, I, I wish I died in that hospital bed and yeah I feel like all the like the stuff that was interesting about it was said in the second episode where she was like she did that thing where she said like you know like is it wrong of me to think like to wish like I didn't marry him in the first place and Garcetti's like no that's not wrong yeah. and like just like that was really interesting and this they just go back to that well they're like well 
I also also I'm pregnant. Yeah. yeah, I didn't I didn't I didn't even almost, I almost didn't marry him and now we're trying for more and uh it's really hard so, well, to get pregnant. Yeah. Maybe well, it's, it's good you didn't, yeah. <laughs> you don't have a kid because I'm pregnant, walks away. Yeah. Gur said he almost looks at the camera and goes, Go <laughs> Go <laughs> There's yeah, a scene was, where Thorman poops himself. That's great. Yeah. yeah. And uh, by this point also like you know, they cut back to, to them in in Thorman's room, and once again, Chris said he's doing the Lincoln stuff again. But but which by this point, I was kind of like, all right. Enough, enough's enough with this Lincoln shit. It, it was funny. Like I I I liked I liked the Lincoln thing there only because like it was a it's, good moment of like it was a good thing to bring back like Thorman yeah. being like oh I I forgot that I'm in this horrible place and I could be a person again. Um, and it was a good it was a good. Uh, comparison to how bad munch's like conspiracy theory landed with um with bolander um that said it was also just like okay is this the only thing Garcetti thinks of? <laughs> yeah um yeah i don't know like it was uh it was fine i mean i i hope that that plot line kind of goes away i don't yeah, I don't know. I, like, I, I, it's, well, I don't know. Like, I don't know much, how much more you can even do with it. Yeah, there's not a lot. Like, we got the oh, the frailty of the human body stuff out of the way. We got the, um, you know, the the you know, our plans are as playthings to gods out of the way. We got the uh, we got the whole like, I can't be a good dad if I'm not out of this bed out of the way. Yeah, like, I wish I died in that hospital. I don't know why I tried to cling on so hard. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, you're getting better. That's why they, they released you so soon. <laughs> What's better? What's better? Yeah. Um, but anyway. Shut, shut up. Yeah, it's it's fine. Um, I mean, the thing about it is Thorman's, uh, the person who plays Thurman and the person who plays Garcetti are both, like, pretty good actors. Yeah, so, Lee Turgerson, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, and I'm being, I'm being kind of unfair. They're both good actors. Um, so it, it helps. And in fact, like, you know, um, Car- Carmela from the Sopranos is also, yeah. is also involved in this. And so like, it's three good actors doing something that's just like, if it were played by worse actors, it would be insufferable. Yeah. Um, yes. I misremember. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I know I have like, I have so little to say about that plot line like that we haven't already <laughs> I said, it's like, yeah, I don't think there was a lot of interesting stuff in this episode. Um, no, there, there, I, uh, as always, I made notes and some some good lines that I oh, uh, yes, forgot me. to say. Uh, 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 Munch refers to Bolander as snorkeling the kid's mother. <laughs> I love that. Hey, snorkeling your he's snorkeling the mom. So you got to hey, yeah, you got to show him your gun. <laughs> I love snorkeling a woman. Yeah. Um, the the son, when they ask him what he wants to be, he says, I want to be either a drummer or a, the secretary of the interior. <laughs> and then he tells Bolander to lighten up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's like, yeah, Stan, you got to eat up. Um, uh, and then uh, when the dog dies, the, the sentimental cop says, it's a little embarrassing. It's a little embarrassing they didn't die in the line of duty, but he died because he was horny. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not untrue. He, no. he did die that way. Uh, I feel I feel that one, folks. <laughs> but yeah, it's um, it, it's a it's a 
It's it a disappointing episode after the three minute Adina yeah, episode, I think. It does feel like if you're I will say like if you're one of those like weird return guys for like nineteen nineties culture, which I feel like exists now for some reason. Yeah. Um this episode feels like a show you'd put on in the background and watch and feel like you watched all of even if you watched half of it. Like this episode is very much like, oh, it's like your average Law and Order episode that came on or whatever. Yeah, I think it's it's very much a like a channel surfing. Yeah, island it, in a storm that you land on. It, yeah, it's it it is like it's a it's a product of its time in a very real way, and I, I I guess that's interesting to a point. I don't I don't think I would recommend anyone seek this one out the same way I would say seek out Three Men and Tina. Yeah, absolutely. Um, um, the the. You know, it's, it's a bit of a stinker of an episode. And as I looked into it, the guy who directed this, uh, Alan Taylor, uh, you know, he directed a lot of like Sopranos episodes and stuff. But he also directed uh, only stinkers when it comes to movies. Ooh, hit me up with so, some. Of them. So he did a Terminator Genesis. Oh, which is the uh, that's the, the one, one no one likes. The one before the one that people kind of liked. Uh, and then he did he did the second Thor movie, Ooh. the one that no one likes. <laughs> He's the director on these. Yeah. Oh. Uh, and then he also did the Sopranos movie. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, not good. We should have uh, probably seen this one coming a mile yeah. away with that CV. <laughs> I mean, he. I mean, he did some good like Sopranos episodes, but then like when they give him like a feature, it's like, brother. Yeah. And I feel like on some level, the Felton and Howard storyline in this one was trying to be like, all of our cops have depth, like Bayless and yeah. Pembleton. Like, check this out. And like, I think those. Except Meldrick, who's nothing better to do. Meldrick, Meldrick just, yeah, Meldrick's, uh, Meldrick and Munch are just kind of like chilling. <laughs> they don't, they don't have depth because they're too busy solving other crimes. Yeah. But yeah, no, it. I don't know. It was. It was a. Uh, yeah, you're right. It's a stinker of an episode. But you know, you get some of those, and that that does happen. Yeah. So, you know, not just too busy reading the uh, the local interest page from a like a newspaper for about Kentucky. <laughs> and he's like, look at these funny crimes that happen. <laughs> Thanks, Munch. Yeah, I'm moving there. <laughs> That's it. I'm moving hey, to Kentucky. St- Stanley, look at what this Andy Borowitz says. <laughs> You know what? I, I don't care. I don't care uh, much. I don't care. Uh, I don't find it that funny. What, what, what's the point about it? Is, is, is it supposed to be funny? Is it supposed to be <laughs> yeah. some sort of commentary? Oh, look. Look. It's, 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 he's, he's, he's dismantling the, the ruling class. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think he's doing that much. Yes. Um, oh, yeah. Well, he said that Tucker Carlson claims the Secret Service texts were deleted by Hillary Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, well, in any case, not the best one, but not the worst one. Um, yeah. As our ranking goes, do you still have a yeah. ranking document? All right, yeah, let me get up my uh, <laughs> let me get up my whiteboard drive magnets with every episode. I swear to God, if you don't have that ranking document, <laughs> um, I would say it's probably second worst. I think there's one that I thought was worse. Maybe the, you know what, it was the fourth one. The fourth one was really quite bad. Which one? Oh, uh, which is that again? Uh, that's the one. Oh God! Is that, is that the one with the used car salesman? No, that one was decent. Oh, that was good. Yeah, it's. Oh, it was pretty forgettable. Was the problem, as I recall. Maybe our stalwart fans will hear about it. Yeah. Um. 
In any case, thank you so much for listening. Uh, Graham, where can people find your work? Uh, oh, as always, I'm Graham Sig on Twitter. And then uh, on Fridays, I guess some other days of the week, too, I stream with our friend Creel on twitch.tv slash mycreel. <laughs> because he's your Creel, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, he's everybody's Creel. Oh, that's so nice. Um, all right, everyone. Well, uh, we will see you again next week. And uh, thanks so much for subscribing. Uh, we'll talk to you then. Bye-bye. Hey, thanks for listening to No Cartridge. If you'd like to support us further, please consider going to patreon.com slash no cartridge or for a one-time donation, paypal.me slash hagelbon, H-E-G-E-L-B-O-N. It's really, really helpful for all of us to be able to support uh, the many people who make the show, uh, you know, myself included, but also our producers and various co-hosts um, and, and writers and artists. Thank you so much for listening. Please remember to like, subscribe, share, any of those things that would let other people get the quality video game analysis that you were accustomed to.